0: Some noise orange fans. It's time for the Q's Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. Give us a like on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Q's
1: Nation podcast. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Welcome to the Q's Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. We appreciate you tuning in. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Uh, soon to be found on iHeartRadio as well. We got two post games and a pregame for you. Syracuse UVA Jim Boeheim's 1,000th win, uh, four-point win over UVA, and a one-point thriller buzzer-beater at Clemson over Clemson uh, for win 1,001. And we'll look ahead to Pitt, who um, is awful. And, uh, it oh. should be, uh, no, um, uh, you know, it, 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 you, you, say that and then you jinx, you get jinxed.
2: Yeah. So, it's a road game. So I'm yeah, not going to, I'm game. not going to say that or um, anything about it.
1: <laughs> they are one in nine in the ACC though. Just throwing that out there. So, uh, they're still, no, they,
2: they're due for a yeah, win though, I guess <laughs> they haven't won in over a month.
1: Exactly. So. Um, we're going to hit UVA real quick. We, we wouldn't normally spend this much time on a game that was uh, um, you know four or five days ago, but it was Jim Bayheim's 1,000th uh, win. So um, let's go over some highlights. The tail of two halves there, um, coming back from 12 points down
0: battle crossover dribble left elbow J book it it's tied again and eight on the shot clock on your side it's Andrew White they're closing out on him as Thompson White shakes and fires and buries his shot it's a three for Andrew White handoff wing left for White driving to the free throw area step back from the ACC logo front driven in on the line drive shot and yet to even be heard from in the offensive end Gillett has only one field goal attempt battlefield in it he pures a three on the left it's going Oh, defensive rebound Lyden, outlet quickly ahead to Gillen, on the run, lob to the rim, Thompson's there for the jam, and it's a four point game all of a sudden. White around the screen, from the right corner out to Tyler Lydon. that's the stretch to catch it, gives it back to White, in front of the bench, a three, got it, one point game. First point near side right, Howard out to White, three for the tie, bang, collapsing again, can the Orange take advantage? Howard to a trailing line, one time, whoa. bang again, Lydon brings the house down, shut off, throws cross court for Kyle Guy, the defense stretches out, and there's another steal, this time by Lydon, hit ahead Gillen on the bounce pass, Gillen lays it on the rim and in, high two with possession at the right, well on extended far side left, it's White, Lydon calls for the ball, White a three, oh, got it, oh. one more time, Gillen, Drives on Guy, can get by him now, and with the left, he makes it in. Instead, reversal to Howard, five on the shot clock. Here's Battle. Battle step back, battle free throw line. Battle uh, hits from 15. Uh. Andrew White drives the free throw line, step back. That's his trademark move. Off the glass, missed. Offensive rebound, Roby. Put back, yes. Could have been a foul. Eyes off the ball. Up front, Parentis. Tied up by Gillen and Battle. Loose ball deflected by Roberson, Gillen. Headman pass. White is up for the downstroke. And the Orange lead by five on the jam. Limiter for Battle 7 on the shot clock. Battle's on the S logo. Now to the free throw line. In the oh, lead. Up oh, to the right oh. and in. That was a pro take by Tyus Battle. Teen remaining in the game. Turkeys by four and you don't now want to goes get into parentheses. wide open three from the right corner what do you in a one four set gillen against guy in the paint muscles him off floater for gillen hangs on the rim and is in at 62 59 one second now none and can the orange come back from double digit down to beat virginia you bet your asterisk
1: <laughs> you bet your
2: asteri- <laughs> um i missed that guy matt park <laughs> you know,
1: uh, after Great. shooting uh, 39% in the, from the field in the first half, um, the Orange went on to shoot 73.7% in the second half. It's just yeah. awesome.
2: 60, 67% from three-point line
1: in the yeah. second half. Yep, yep, yep. That um, yeah,
2: was the highest, highest percentage against Virginia all year. Yeah, shooting and, percentage for the whole game, so.
1: And, and they didn't get a lot of, um, well, you know, they didn't get a ton of free throws in the in the first half. They went, you know, one for two, but um, went twelve for eighteen the second half. Um, actually, averaged only sixty five percent from the free throw line. But um, you know, just a huge win at home, outscoring UVA forty four to twenty eight in the second half, and I, I mean, quite possibly the best defense in uh, in the ACC, if not the entire NCAA, and you're putting up 44 points in the second half like that to their 28. That's awesome. You know, we only scored 22 points in the first half.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they – it was kind of like it reminded me of last year, except for obviously not as bad um, as far as the deficit. But um, you can tell Virginia, they're missing – they don't got guys down low that can score, and they don't have actual lockdown defenders. We let them basically – I mean, we just settled for awful jump shots, and they were hitting threes in the first half, and we came back out in the second half just like last year, the Elite Eight game, and matched aggressiveness with aggressiveness, and we stepped up, didn't allow them to make the threes with the guys they had in there, forced them to try to score down low, and they couldn't, so they went small, and that allowed us, to, that hurt their defense when they did that. So Gillen and Battle took uh, advantage of um you know, driving to the hole against uh, their freshman guards there, Ty Jerome and uh, Man Bun Kyle. Kyle
1: Kyle Guy. guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we extended. We didn't let him shoot the threes, and, yeah, we ended up pulling it out.
1: The Man Bun.
2: The Man Bun, yeah. He's going to be a problem, by the way, (laughs) in the future. He He is going to. He's only if those two are freshmen and those guys, they were in there for a reason to score, but. They also gave up defense, they gave up rebounding and, and Virginia definitely does not have the depth or the uh, versatility they did last year, but they're still a solid team. Ken Palm had them number two overall, number three defense efficiency in the country. So yeah. that team definitely fed off the fans and, and whatever oh, the NCAA has to say, yeah. you know.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> the have NCAA. Fair. I don't do you honestly give a crap about what the NCAA has to say about well, I don't think What'd you say? You broke up? I don't think anybody did. It was no,
2: it no. I was just saying no. I uh,
1: it didn't feel it does. It still doesn't feel like anybody gives a crap what the NCAA thinks. Um, you can't just well, you know revise history. It's not. <laughs> it's
2: just, no, well, as SU fans, I mean, we saw it. So exactly. you can't just erase something. I mean, <laughs> exactly. it's it's there. So and if yeah. and if they did take away the games, uh, it. You know, you couldn't tell the uh the SU fan fan base that. So no, we in- saw we've seen a thousand wins and that's not gonna change no matter what NCA says.
1: Yep. Uh coming out in the second half, going on a nineteen to two run to start to start the half the second half, uh, in front of twenty seven thousand five hundred and fifty three fans at the dome. Um the the dome was loud. I mean, it better be loud with that many, but they, they were loud. Um
0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: Storm the court again, and like Jim Beheim says, he'd rather have him storm the court at the end of the game than uh, leave before halftime. So, yeah,
2: uh, <laughs> and all the fans stayed afterwards to you know to give him props for a thousandth win. It wasn't like people were running for the doors like normal games. So,
1: yeah, I know. My and my uh, my brother was on the floor in that game. And yeah,
2: courtside across Tony Bennett.
1: Yep, him and his him and his girl were right there on the floor. So um oh they were there. They got some stickers too. They just for just a heads up, they got some stickers for the Duke game. They'll be look for the stickers. They're lying around. Forty four <laughs> uh, The forty four club probably in the bathrooms. Who knows where he, he puts them. Um, <laughs> uh anyway. <clears throat> um I think that's our biggest Attendance of the year, too. By the way, yep. uh, I think Duke will will surpass thirty thousand. I would imagine easily. Should it should, yeah. Uh, now they're relevant again. Yeah, exactly. Um, which you know, that's funny because my mom said early in earlier in the year, uh, the the feel around Syracuse was, you know, being away from Syracuse, you don't have everybody bringing you down all the time. You know, um, oh yeah, they're so negative sometimes there. You know, she said it was just no one, you know, everybody's depressed. Everybody's um, real negative about the whole thing. And, you know, you see what happens. This happens almost when we start slow, it doesn't, we always improve. I don't care how we start, the team usually improves.
2: Well, yeah. And you have to look at the whole thing. I, uh, earlier, a couple of podcasts ago, you know, I talked about, I mean, it was a bunch of podcasts ago, but I talked about if I didn't know if the, Bringing in graduate seniors is going to work, but like what Beheim said, it's kind of just like freshmen. It's are new yeah. faces, learning new things, and it's going to be you got to have patience.
1: Yeah, freshmen with a with a little bit more experience, as we've seen um, with Gillen with his one huge game uh, against and that was NC State, right?
2: NC State, yeah.
1: And then um, but he's been
2: taking care of the ball. He's been doing very well. I'm pretty sure I think he's made 25 straight free throws.
1: Yeah, he he made some key
2: drives run. against Virginia because those younger freshmen couldn't, you know. He did. He
1: did. I was proud of him. Still, I still cringe every time he does it, but I was proud of him. He oh, yeah, did absolutely. really good. He did really good. Uh, he didn't do really good against Clemson though, but he did drive. He did drive and do good against UVA.
2: Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I have a theory about the whole Syracuse fan thing too. Winter sucks up there. Winter is awful.
1: Yeah, so you're already miserable.
2: Right. So the only thing you have to look forward to is uh, Syracuse basketball.
1: Ice fishing, and snowmobiling, and Syracuse basketball.
2: But if you do that, yeah. If exactly. you don't, it's just Syracuse basketball. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. So
2: um, if it doesn't look good, then everything's awful. Another so.
1: another number that stuck out to me uh, was well, two. It only held London Parentis to eleven points. And they only got, UVA only got three fast break points. So, for what it's worth, we got 11. Um, and I'd like to see that number a little higher. But holding UVA to three, powerful offense. And, you know, Prentice to 11. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to be. A couple things
2: I saw were Go also ahead. the turnover numbers. Um, we had the turnover margin by three. And we only lost the rebounding margin by one, which is. You know, usually we're losing it by multiple, multiple.
1: Yeah, yeah twenty three so. to twenty four on the rebounds. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, just a couple. Uh, we we will we will go um, just a little bit into some some Bayheim facts. Since it was his one thousandth win, um, he has won in every state that he's coached in. He's coached in thirty five states. So there's fifteen states that he has yet to win in, but he also has yet to coach them. So. Um, out of all well, opponents, there's
2: no. <laughs> huh. I was going to say, there's no way that we're going to Montana, North Dakota State, it, it, Wyoming, it, it, and South Dakota State. So there's yeah, going to be exactly. some that we're never going to touch.
1: That's that's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, out of all opponents, he's never beaten um, these five: Bradley, Cleveland State, uh, UMass, Ohio, and Tulsa. And he is zero and four against UMass. Um, two biggest rivals throughout the throughout uh, his career have been Georgetown. He's 38 and 37 against Georgetown, and UConn. He's 41 and 34 against UConn. And uh, just a side note, uh, we lost to both of them this year. On uh, January 17, uh, 1979, was the most points ever scored in his career as coach, 144 um, to 92 versus Siena in the Manly Fieldhouse. Uh, fewest points ever scored. We might remember that. I remember this, Joe, you probably will remember this fewest points ever scored March 9th, 2013, um, 39 points against Georgetown. It's the only time yep. it never reached 40 points. Uh, I do remember that. Yeah. Well, I remember it too. Cause my buddy here is a Georgetown fan. So
2: I remember the that day after my birthday. So,
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fewest points ever scored in one was 46 against Georgia Tech. Uh, One by one point on January 7th, 2015. The number of times he's had a one-point victory is 36. Twice in the uh, NCAA tournament, once in 03 against Auburn, a 79-78 win and um, one against Wisconsin, 64-63 in 2012. A combined 601 wins between the dome and the field house but he's also do you know where the third the third um highest spot he's ever won in is come on you can madison square garden yes do you know how many
2: i do not just
1: take a shot just take a shot
2: i'm gonna say uh 112
1: Uh, well okay i was actually blown away i would have never thought it was this many 78
2: Okay. Um, well, they play a lot there. There's tournaments, preseason yeah. tournaments, and uh, all the Big East tournaments. You so. just don't,
1: yeah, but the, you know, you don't. That's wins, though. That you know, so that's crazy. That's a lot of wins. Yeah, um, that is a lot of wins. Thirty-one overtime wins with a uh, win percentage in overtime of point six seven four. With forty-six of those going more than one overtime, we all remember March 12, thousand nine, thriller in Madison Square Garden against UConn. UConn. Uh, one twenty-seven to seventeen. In you remember how many o- overtimes? Six, six overtimes. Uh, I mean, like you could forget that. Two, two thousand thirteen fourteen season was the largest win streak with. Do you remember? I'm sorry, to put you on the spot, but you're good at this stuff. Sixteen. Now, 25. 25 games in a mm-hmm. row starting on November 8th, 2013, against Cornell, 82 82-6, 60 victory through February 15th, 2014, when they beat NC State 56 to 55 before losing against Boston College. No, that three. was Ennis's year.
2: Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. We were number one for a while. So. Pittsburgh buzzer beater. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just some, just some cool stuff in that. I thought that was.
2: <laughs> I got one for you, even though it's the opposite coach. There's nothing. To, it's, I mean, it has something to do with Syracuse, but it's Tony Bennett. All right, go
1: He on. is
2: he is seventy six and two when leading by double digits at halftime, his whole career, and the two losses were us in the last ten months. So, oh, really? Yes, that's, sir. That's awesome. He's He's never lost a game other than to us when leading by double digits at halftime.
3: Those people are just haters, and they're going to hate. That's right. Haters going to hate. Haters
2: (laughs) going to hate. I I cracked up when I heard him say that.
3: I know, I know. Um,
1: So uh, let's see. Let's see. What do I got here for audio? Let's um, Let's do Coach real quick on UVA.
3: I thought the fans were great. They always are, especially when we start playing better. They're really good then. But, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a great comeback against, you know, this team's one of the, one of the best defensive teams, one of the best road defensive, road, road teams in the conference. They won at Notre Dame by 15. They won at Louisville. They were ahead the whole game. Uh, They're really difficult to play against. Uh, for us to shoot 73%. I don't even believe that number looking at it. I think it's got to be wrong from the field in the second half and to shoot 66% from the three point line. its uh, Those are mind boggling numbers. They don't do that. Um, I think last year we were the first team to beat them down when they had a 12 point lead at halftime or more. And they had a 12 point lead tonight. And we came back and won. It shows a lot of determination. Uh, From our players, uh, I'm really proud of what they did today. All right, and that was
1: Coach on his 1,000th win. Uh, You know, haters going to hate, and that's all there is to say about that. So um, moving on to Clemson. Last night, um, (laughs) I was never nervous during this game, though.
2: Only because of the last two games.
1: I know three but, games but isn't that amazing what how how a team how your team can give you confidence in them by just yeah. by just pulling it out? I think it's amazing because I mean, I was watching it with um my wife and my oldest, and not even he was nervous, and he's usually uh you know pacing the floor
2: yeah, well, it's, that all goes away with one loss if we don't win that, you yeah, know what I mean yeah
1: I know. I know. <laughs> so um, let's do highlights, Clemson, real quick. Let's make this short and sweet. And yep. um, I think this says it all.
0: And the Gillen with six seconds to go. Gillen out of the backcourt to a trailing Leiden. Leiden in the lane, down two, First right corner. A three for the win battle. Fire! Do it again! The cardiac cues comes through on the road one more time. And one game after his 1,000th with an asterisk, it's 900 with an exclamation point for Jim Beheim. Five conference wins in a row and two on the road.
1: And that was it. Um, our 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 win streak extends to five with a buzzer beater. Um, we are two and four against clemson all time so really yeah yeah it's interesting yeah um attendance at little john coliseum a measly seven <laughs> thousand. yeah were, there were empty seats all over the place in there and uh rightfully so clemson not no, that deal. good we should have come the only out honest thing you <laughs> go huh? ahead no go ahead
2: I was just going to say, the only honest thing you could say was there was a lot of orange in that building.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) And another thing, I will say this again, another away game where the crowd, you could definitely hear the crowd on TV cheering for Syracuse. Yep. I mean, not just a little bit, like, loud. So... Uh, they travel good. Either that, or we're scattered all over the place.
2: No, oh, you moved from Syracuse because it's shitty. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much, <laughs> uh, just couldn't handle the weather there. So uh, our largest yeah. lead was only four points, and we were down by twelve again, and came back. I really thought that coming out of halftime, that they would really take it up a notch, and they did. They really didn't. I mean, it was a lot of offense. Neither defense could stop uh, the offense. I feel like our defense should be a little better than that. Clemson's not shooting that good um, usually. <laughs> what did they shoot? Fifty-three uh, percent. They're not shooting fifty-three percent as a, as a, as a whole for the for the entire game, are they? I mean, they. There's no way.
2: Before this before this game, I mean, they're in the bottom of the Big East, but Ken Palm had them at thirty-seven. Really. And... Yeah, and we were—they were actually a four-point favorite—and with just the motivation of getting—I mean, they got stomped by Florida State on Sunday. I think it was like 105 to like 61. I mean, they, you have to know that they're going to come back and play hard after you get embarrassed like that. So
1: uh, at the rim, but, Syracuse to 34 points, too, in the paint, which is—that's a big number for us. Haven't seen—haven't seen that in a while.
2: You well, know, Thompson had a, a great second half, and uh, Leiden was he was mostly used down low they were this clemson they weren't switching and getting back um as good as um and playing help defense as good as virginia uh so they were actually switching and there were so many times Leiden was just just down there with a guard just mismatched so he got some easy looks and you could see that with you know the fouls in the second half and this is i think the first game in a little while i mean we you could tell in the second half we were dominating the boards. I mean, you could tell that they really didn't have nothing for us. But they were making shots, man. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't they think they shots. shoot that good, but
1: No, they don't, they, dude. I, I I don't know for sure. I could be probably making a fool on myself right now, but fifty three percent, that's really good. I mean
2: it, Well, they were making some shots. There's a couple guys there that had that were hitting some threes that were in some slumps and uh, like blossom game i knew he was going to come out and i knew he had a really good mid-range game uh and he's very athletic I mean, he he declared he didn't declare for the draft. but He went to the combine last year and decided against going into the draft, came back and uh he's he's going to do that against everybody. But yeah. they were he, he driving to the, the lane score
1: too by the way just real quick 20 points. Yeah, they i mean they had guards driving
2: and getting through his own to the basket for layups. That, oh, I, I think know. it's just one of those things we've come to expect. Them. Euro
1: steps and everything. I mean, <laughs> I mean
2: yeah. Well, they. I think this is just the defense we have to come to expect when they play on the road, and hope that our offense steps up.
1: Yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, the way our defense played. It's so weird. It is. It's just. It's. It boggles my mind because. They played great against UVA, and then they they play a a, a team that's not even nearly as good on offense, and no. and they're getting they're getting pushed around a little bit. So maybe it was I mean it wasn't that quick of a turnaround, but it was two days, right? Two days, yeah. So well, that, I, they we Florida play State on played Wednesday. on Sunday,
2: or not Florida State? Clemson played on Sunday, so they even oh, okay. had one less day.
1: So All right. well, yeah. So um, you know, uh, oh, real quick, uh, Tyus – battle hits the game winner what'd he say after the game through that final play um well the play was supposed to be fatality either come up for a three or driving in and getting the layup but uh he converged they they weren't on me so i just knew i had to knock down the shot well, how does it feel to, to to take that shot when you didn't have your best game all around today and, and to still take that shot in the big moment i mean i knew one had to fall sometime i, I know i think the before I missed a wide open layup, so you know things happen, and I, I knew I just had to knock on that shot. So hopefully, forget about the rest of the misses. And you know he, he he didn't have the best game, but I mean, um, you know he <laughs> he had uh, six points. No excuse. Yeah. me. Am I right? Yeah. Six. Yeah. Points. Six points. Yeah. Yeah. So two
2: two threes.
1: He 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 did have. Uh, <laughs> He had one rebound. I would say Roberson, twenty-two minutes, six points as well, a seven rebounds, two offensive. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about Roberson right now.
2: He's disappointed. <laughs> well, either. like I said, it goes. I, I think he just plays it by game. So I think he'd rather have Torian in there, and I mean Torian, he looked really a lot better. I noticed his yeah. hands up against yep. Virginia, yep. Yep. and then Clemson, it kind of. Huh. And you tell you take him. He took him out early shooting that three and early like
1: 30 seconds
2: yeah Roberson Roberson came in and then he didn't really do well and it's like oh here we go again and then for some reason I mean I don't want to say for some reason obviously he probably earned it in some way but Howard played more minutes than expected and gave battle some rest because he really wasn't hitting but like you said I'm I really wasn't nervous it was weird
1: I know it was it was weird I I didn't I didn't expect a three. When the three went up, though, like it was true. As soon as it as soon as it left his hands, it looked true because the view on TV too was to his back, and it just right. it looked good. I mean, <laughs> uh,
2: well, I mean, you can, that's all you can hope for at the end of the game is that open of a shot.
1: Yeah, you get, no get that
2: So, like you said, it's just I, I, I was surprised that we were a Four point underdog going into the game, and I was actually surprised on how we, how how highly ranked Clemson is in the advanced metrics. Uh, you know, the Sagarin and Ken Palm and certain different uh, advanced metric rankings and stuff.
1: Well, where's Ken but, Palm have Syracuse at right now after that win? Uh, he actually, I think he's forty eight. And so we <laughs> we've moved up ten points since since we've really started getting into the um yeah into um you know normal podcasts they he was they they, he started them at 58 when we first started going using that so yeah well i mean
2: it's the highest i've seen it so
1: yeah so i mean with the um with the five win streak though i would i feel like we should we should we should be a little bit higher than that even by his standards especially if he's got clemson (laughs) up there that's ridiculous (laughs) <laughs> they are, yeah they're three and eight in the ACC.
2: Yeah, but that just that could just tell you how good the ACC is. I don't know we're off eight the top and four. of my
1: hand. We're eight and four, so if the ACC exactly. is that good and we're eight and four, I mean we haven't been beaten schlub teams. I mean we beat oh no Florida State UVA now. I mean we got some we got some tough some tough games coming up here after Pitt um, you know, Pitt is like one and nine right now in the ACC. I mean they're awful. They are yeah. awful. But I'll tell so a you what, playing, at their place, playing in pit though, for whatever reason, um, Syracuse, not good in pit. Yeah. Thought. So, go on. What were you no, going to say? No,
2: they never are. It's the zoo. Oh, yeah. I was just talking about just the, the resume stuff and going, and they were actually talking about um, how the NCAA resume, the tournament um, tournament committee is going to be looking more at advanced metrics um, rankings like Ken Palm and other people like that who really delve into you know, home away, certain like certain specific, you know, uh, statistics that they'd never really looked at before, other than RPI and strength of schedule. I mean, if we're in the ACC, you're going to have a good strength of schedule just based off the teams you play in the ACC. And our RPI, I think before our five-game winning streak was like 200, and we've jumped all the way to 64 in five games. Wow. And uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that have us. I know, I think – Joe Lenardi had us as the last team or one of the one of the four last teams out and going into uh, the Clemson game. And Clemson was actually one of the last four teams in.
1: Would you, so, like, a, would you like a quote from uh, uh, Lenardi? Tardy? Linardi?
2: Well, I'm not I'm not going to admit that I like it, but I'll hear it.
1: Um, the following is presented as a public service so that we may not prepare ourselves for the inevitable. Syracuse is going to miss the two thousand seventeen NCAA tournament. The orange figure to be a solid favorite is no more than four games for the rest of the way. We won five in a row. This was the five in a row came after this statement, way after. And that's without mentioning a current RPI of 161 and a projected RPI of 103. Uh, say mm. what you want about RPI, but no one is getting an at-large bid with numbers like that. Not even Syracuse. So,
2: no, that goes along with my fact that we're RPIs all the way up to sixty-four. So, exactly. A little, I mean, there's a lot of games left, but I mean,
1: there's a He's lot a little of off left. with
2: that. When when did he say that?
1: You know, I've been saving that um, to um, just to throw it back in his face. I figure five five-game win streaks, perfect time. I've had to have had that. Um, I feel That's probably like it's been before a while, Wake
2: dude. Forest. It's probably when we were eleven and nine.
1: It's been a while. I can tell you that. I mean, you could you could look up the quote, but it was, it was yeah, probably before Wake Forest. I'm not sure, but um, you know, obviously wrong, and he was obviously wrong last year, as you and I. Talked. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> we talked yeah, about. He definitely was. Yeah, they it, they were not even worthy yet. They made it to the final four. Okay, dude. Whatever well, you say.
2: Like I said, you can numbers. You can use numbers all day long. But at the end of the day, those people in the boardroom, the committee, they're only human, and it's an eye test, man. At the end of the year, you can't put in a team. I mean, if, 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 if this, the stats are close, RPI, strength, schedule, if it's close and they're both on the bubble, I, I, I firmly believe in the, in, in the eye test. And if last year, at the end of the year, you could see that we were getting better and that we could have won a couple games in the tournament. So
1: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, we, I mean, we went out, we got beat by Pitt. Of all people, in the first game of the ACC tournament.
2: Well, not in the ACC tournament, yeah. We actually had an awful showing as far as that goes. But (laughs) we have, what, we have six games left? Eight games left in the ACC? Um, We're eight and four, right? Yeah, so we have six games because there's 18 games, right? So, I mean, even if we go three and three, I I can't really see an instance where an 11-win ACC team doesn't make the tournament, especially considering that the bubble is just so there's not a lot of dominant teams so still a long way to go though can't yeah can't count I mean you. It's
1: still a long way to go we got two we got we got we still got duke we got two games against louisville louisville scares the hell out of me <laughs> louisville is fast they're a good passing team and they are up tempo and i fear that's just a it's just that the it's the matchup that really bothers me um, it's not even so much that louisville is so great it's the matchup I just don't know if Syracuse can hang with with their energy and the way they pass the ball. Uh they'll definitely be able to spread the zone enough to get some real good open looks. So, I'm scared of Louisville.
2: Yeah, I uh, it, I'm not I'm really not worried like these games do I know not, games, I don't
1: know. Like, know. Petino knows the zone, man.
2: Yeah. He gets his and guys I mean they very, they the very zone. well could kill us both games. They could. But uh-huh at the end of the day, a lot of it is mental. They got a lot of guys. I mean, they're going through with some injuries and they got beat up. I who Virginia beat them on Monday. Yeah. And um,
1: they were missing, I think they, they had were missing a bunch of dudes.
2: You know, they had two guys suspended. I mean, when you got all that stuff going on, internal stuff, you know, they also have, you know, there could be some grumblings about what's going on. If anything, you know, as far as Louisville's little recruiting scandal there. Could, and could
1: have, um, Patino putting, horse heads in your bed you wake up in your dorm and there's dead (laughs) dead fish at your door or something
2: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) threatening people with cement shoes yeah that's i just with this team the last couple games uh, with with where they came from and how down they were and now just with the way that it's been mentally this team never thinks that they're out of a game
1: no which
2: which is awesome i mean you have joe yeah well, and you have to you have to be able to. Well, maybe Boston College.
1: Well, oh, yeah, but St. John's yeah. was the game where I wanted to puke. So.
2: Well, yeah, that's but still St. John's. Now, I mean, that's the same thing I said last year. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. St.
2: John's beat us, but huh? But I just think that um. That yeah, these type of games are crucial, to to be able to to be able to come back and actually win tough games like this and beat tough teams like this. The mentality is just. It's just—it's crazy to think, just to know that this team is not going to quit no matter what, and that they've been—they've been there, they've been down and they came yeah, back. They've, they've been down back. and they so came back.
1: They know they can do it, and they've done it against good teams, and so they know they can do it. So.
2: It doesn't mean they're not going to lose again. Well, no, it's exactly. just a Yo, great thing to have going into tournament play and going in down the stretch.
1: So anything anything else on Clemson on the Clemson game you want to mention besides going? No,
2: other than the fact that it was 14 amazing. Fourteen for seventeen
1: from the line. That's great. Uh, Thirty-three rebounds, too. By the way, total twelve yeah, offensive rebounds. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And sixteen second chance points. We mentioned the thirty-four points in the paint. I think that's a season high, and. Um, just played good, man. But you know, we just couldn't stop their offense. The offense, our offense, was good. We just couldn't stop theirs. And defensive has been the main problem all year. It's been our Achilles' heel. So, especially um, on the road. Yeah, exactly. So we play Pitt next. Uh, when is that game? Saturday. At Saturday nine. at one. At one. Okay. Um, we are against Pitt all time, sixty six and forty four. And Joe mentioned the zoo earlier, and they put their they put their students right on the floor, and it it's mm-hmm. ugly in there. It is. I have to admit it. Uh, I envy it quite, to be quite honest with you. So, <laughs> oh, the zoo. Yeah, um, yeah. I love the I love the I love the setup. I love the um, emotion. I love the noise level. I mean, I hate it, but I, I I envy it. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, yes, but sadly, their fans are just like ours. I I feel like we talked about they i think when we played them they were 12 and 3 one and one in the ACC they had lost to Notre Dame but they just came off a win against Virginia when we played them and
1: and that's that, still their one that's, win
2: <laughs> that's exactly that's the last time they've won
1: yeah
2: and we played them January 7th so it's been over a month yeah and their fans are just like ours man so i wouldn't i was looking at their um at their past uh Their past schedule, the past since we played, and it's just weird because they go on the road and they actually compete. You know, they went on the road against Duke this last Saturday, and I think they lost by eight. Yeah,
1: no, they played the game
2: game game. before that. They lost at North Carolina by two. Um, but then again, when I looked at it at home, they're not playing that well. Uh, They they played against Louisville. At Louisville, lost by five. Right, right after we we beat them,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then two weeks later, they played Louisville at home, and they lost one hundred six to fifty one. Damn. Yeah. Well, and they lost they lost to Clemson at home. They lost to Miami at home. They lost at NC State. They, it's really weird because me looking at their schedule, their games, their games away, are actually have been closer than their games at home. So I don't really know how to. Gage the zoo at this point. I wouldn't say that it's really is. I'd say it's a petting zoo <laughs> as of right now. <laughs>
1: okay. That's good news. Uh, taking a look real quick at the ACC as of right now, um, we still have Duke, North Carolina are going to play, so their game's out. Um, Syracuse is in fourth place, but they have. It's because we've played more games right now at this point. Um, right. Uh, you know to stay in the top five. Um, man, we're man, we're right there. We're one win behind number two now, not not in the nation, in ACC number two, Florida State number three, Virginia. We're one win behind, if Virginia um, loses. They the were one, lost we, to Louisville. We, yeah. If we if either one of them lose, we're tied, but we beat them both. Mm-hmm. We would go right to second place immediately.
2: Yeah, and that's so. crucial because that's that's top four get a uh, two game buys. So
1: yeah. And
2: yep. the ACC tournament. So, as, as much as it doesn't look like we belong up there right now with those names, considering that the three above us and the three below us are all ranked. Um,
1: no, Notre Dame's not ranked.
2: Hey, we, oh, they fell out?
1: Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yep. yep. So, um, five of the top six are ranked. And, right. And right. we're in there. And obviously, we're not ranked. So. Um, well, they
2: I think they got what? They they got booted out because they lost to North Carolina. They've lost a couple in a row here. So
1: Yeah, they had a couple rough they lost against Duke last week.
2: Okay. yeah.
1: That was a real close game. So, um, that's a little look at the ACC, just giving um an idea of what's going on there. Like I said, we got Duke, North Carolina tomorrow. I would rather have Duke lose. That would give us a solid um one and a half games, I believe, over them because we got to play them. So, and that's gonna be yeah. a tough game. So, I mean, you know, North Carolina let them. I guess let them stay where their hat. They're not.
2: I've, I've thought they've been the best team in the ACC the whole year. So, yeah.
1: so, um, looking ahead at Pitt now, um, free throw percentage. I thought we were moving up. We're still 136 in the in the nation to Pitt's uh, 106. Um, but listen to this. Um, 40th in assists, Syracuse to 97 of Pitt. Um, assist turnover ratio, 15th to Pitt's 52nd. Um, block shots, 27th to Pitt's 155. And points scored, 56th, Syracuse is to Pitt's uh, 167. So, um, oh, three point percentage, 26th. Syracuse is 26th in the nation in Pitt's 108. So, just an idea. Huh. Yeah, I know. Those, those are always fun to do because it puts the whole nation in there. You know, total rebounds, and yeah. 30, 203rd place for Syracuse. Yeah,
2: you know, it's tough to move rank. It's tough to move spots in the nation because of yeah, it is. just how many how many teams and stuff.
1: It is. It is. As but far
2: as free throw percentage goes, it's definitely, you've seen improvement with the rotation we have minus Tyler Roberson. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's that's why it's amazing to get the three point percentage we're 28th that's amazing to me that's that's awesome 26 yeah excuse me 26 so uh what do we got to look for against Pitt, if anything at the petting zoo
2: at the petting zoo (laughs) yeah they have the same guy i mean jamel Artis and michael young they still are they both average over 20 points a game still Sheldon Jeter down low, they have players, but from what I saw the first game, they're just lacking a point guard, and they have a new coach this year, so I, I don't. I didn't see them really. It's tough because I think Jamel Artis is getting put in a tough spot because he should be the guy at the free throw line catching and shooting and making the passes like he's been the past two, three years in Pittsburgh, and they just don't have the, the point guard play for him to do that. He actually is like a point forward. And I think that hurts him when it comes to playing against us. Uh, like I said, they haven't won since the game before we beat them last. But that doesn't make them a bad team.
1: No, it doesn't make them a bad team, but it sure does um, make them one sorry-ass depressed team, though. Well,
2: no, yeah, I mean, that's really yeah. what it comes down to. I think at this point, you know, some, some team like Clemson, they came back from that loss against Florida State. You know, they, they came back and they, they had heart. Because they're still in it, they're still ranked up there. They still have the numbers and good wins, but it just looks like Pittsburgh's heart got ripped out of their chest a long time ago. Because they wouldn't have had this yeah, type of a losing especially streak.
1: Especially losing close games like they have too. That's that's just a. That's but just it's a road a game. And we don't
2: killer, play defense. Man. We don't play defense on the road. So, and I, I don't know. It's still I still have the the Jamie Dixon in my head stuck. Yeah. We can't beat Pittsburgh, can't beat Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. can't be even though we just beat them already.
1: He's, still he's, he's had our number, though, for sure.
2: Still that Jamie Dixon residue. Yeah. So they have a new coach now and still getting tough to believe that Pittsburgh might not be what they were.
1: I think you, I think you just hit it on the head, dude. I mean, I, that's – like you said, they've got pretty much the same lineup. The only thing that's different is the coach.
2: The coach and the fact that remember uh, James Robinson, their point guard there for a little while, yeah, a couple we'll of years. Of they've always had that. a good point guard. As yeah. long as they've had a good point guard, they've beaten us. And they've had other players. And between the coach and that, I just don't see. I mean, Kevin Stallings, he came from I think Vanderbilt, and um, I don't think we've ever played them, so I don't think he knows anything about Jim Beheim's two-three zone. I mean, obviously he knows a little. He's a head coach, but R- you know what right. I mean. It, he doesn't, doesn't have the work experience, like
1: that, though. Is what you're saying? Because it, right. do- it, it doesn't. doesn't
2: yeah, no. Nobody in the SEC plays a Bayheim zone. So Exactly,
1: exactly. And that's just how unique it is. And that's why he's stuck with it for 41 years. Yeah. I mean, there was that yeah. one game against LeMoyne and went man and lost. Remember that? Remember that?
2: He did that to prove a point. Oh, it, I think there were some players on that team that wanted to play man. And, and you had the fans shouting about it and, and sports and the media, sports writers. And I think he came out and oh, proved just, his players, you know. That no you can't beat lemoyne playing man so we're going back to zone
1: oh that's awesome <laughs> i never even thought about that um
2: but yeah i mean i don't want to make it seem like it's a shoe-in but i'm not like like last night i'm not worried
1: i, I know I was, i'm not worried either and i don't like to get cocky because i believe in sports karma and sports karma always comes back to kick my ass so me too. um i have a good feeling we could go six in a row um i don't see why we can't let's put it that way and I think right. we should. Will we?
2: We definitely should. I don't know. So to be determined.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess we'll try to come back next Wednesday again. Joe, what do you think? Uh, sounds good to me. Um, we what do always, we have? We have we Saturday always, Pittsburgh. Yeah, we got Saturday Pittsburgh, and um,
2: where is it? Saturday Pittsburgh, and then um, I know that we still have two games with Georgia Tech, and I know that we still have two games with uh, with Louisville. Pittsburgh. A, oh Duke. no, we
1: we go to we go we we got Louisville at home on, um, on Monday. Monday, so and yeah, you know what? We'll probably try to do a Tuesday or Wednesday. We got we'll have two games for you. We'll have Pitt and Louisville, so because uh, we don't play again till Sunday at Georgia Tech. Against yep yep yeah so. so yeah we get a little break there after that and we'll need it after Louisville. I'm telling you, dude, they're gonna they're gonna wear us out.
2: Well, let's hope this isn't a trap game then. Hopefully we're not looking ahead to Louisville on Big Monday because that's probably what it's going to be is on ESPN Big Monday.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. So, All right, thanks for tuning in to the Qs Nation podcast with Sean and Joe. Remember to give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cuse Nation podcast. Join the community there. Good stuff we got going on. So give us a like on Facebook, and we'll see you next time. Later. please. Peace.
0: You, you just heard, heard The Accusation, Accusation Podcast with Sean and Joe.